Merry, Merry Christmas to you. Welcome to the podcast. To my right, Alex Mastrello. Merry Christmas, Alex. Merry Christmas, everybody. And across from me, Garrett Walls himself. How you doing? Good. Merry Christmas, everybody. Uh, Wednesday Comics Podcast Live. Once again, the fourth annual Christmas party. We're here. We're having some fun. Uh, maybe a little too much fun, people say. But we got uh, Stephen uh, Jr., Steven's son is here now. Uh, Steven no longer works here anymore for uh, undisclosed reasons. But Steven Jr. Well, hey. we can't say anything because the investigation is still open. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, but we got Steven Jr. now. So, like, mm-hmm. for me, that's in the past. Right. You know, right. let bego- be, uh, bygones be bygones. He does have a little bit of an attitude. So well, we I mean, know something. we know who his dad is. Come on. Yeah. So. To be fair, he always has tears in his eyes. So. I know, but he's got to avoid my beer. Like tears <laughs> in your eyes. It's like, hey, when you're on the clock, I don't want you to care about anything else except giving because us great service. My father got murdered. What? Uh, Wednesday Comics Podcast, the week of 12-25-2019. Also uh, reviewing what comic book? They came out 12-18-2019, one that's been uh, in the works for about 17 years. And uh, it's finally out. Um, how long? When did the first issue come out? 2016. It was May. No, that's when Rebirth started. Yeah, because that was in May. So, so it's at least May it's been two years. I think. It's been two years, I believe. Yeah. No, All right. If it, if Rebirth came out May 2017, then Watchmen came out, or Doomsday Clock came out. December. 2016 is when Rebirth started. I remember because my son was born 2016, and also and I was reading his comics. Okay, yeah. so then it would be December of 2016. Really, it was later that year? I thought it was like the next year. I'm pretty sure it was the year after. I'll look it up here in a second here, yeah. but uh, we're going to be talking about Doomsday Clock uh, as a whole, how we thought it was, how the last issue happened, and uh, some uh, things that went down in that last issue. But before we get there, as we always do, let's talk about the comic books coming out for 12-25-2019, which I don't know, how, that, how does that work? Are they going to be open? or it goes out the 26th. Come, the next day you got to go in? I it comes in the day before. Nope. You asked? Yep. Oh. Coming out on Thursday. Oh, or yeah. getting released on Thursday. Well, they'll get it know. on Tuesday, probably. Close Wednesday yep. and Thursday. I'm guessing for you, Marvin, you probably get it whenever you want. <laughs> but to be fair, Whoa. there's only one book that I really need to read right away anyway, and it'll be on Hoopla. So yeah, that's right. That's right. You can rent it. Criminal number 11. He's picking up that book right there. That is Sean Phillips and uh, Brubaker. Ed Brubaker. The heist, the most explosive issue of the Cruel Summer Arc yet. That's the fina- the penultimate issue. About the actual heist. So, actually, it's going to be a nice issue to read nice on Christmas Day. Uh, what do we think about Criminal, Alex? Good. You know what? This is one of those books that uh, usually you only get in a big, not big, but like a five-issue run. You get a nice, cohesive story all by itself. This is a nice 12-issue run of, well, 11-issue run right now. Started out doing its own thing. And then the last, what, six issues we've talked about, Teague Lawless? It's, I mean, it's been great. That art is fantastic. Uh, the story is, it's always so good. Brubaker is a chief when it comes to writing. Yeah, it'll be exciting to see uh, what happens, because I think the big cliffhanger of this arc is going to happen in this issue. It's got to be. I mean, we know that Teague's going to get killed here probably in the last issue, but let's say it doesn't happen this issue, what? and then we see all the fallout next issue. I'm wondering, is this, does this book carry on past issue 12? Yeah, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. would imagine it does. This is just that T. Wallace story. Okay. I got to fix your mic here real quick. Oh, hey. There you go. Whoa. Hey, Hey. You're a little like, softer. I think Steven Jr. fucked up your volume. God damn it, Steven. 
Nope, still quiet. Stevie. Stevie. Fix the shit. Stevie Jr. One, where's the drinks? Two, jalapeno poppers. Where the fuck are they at? Right. Three, stop screwing with my friend's mic. Garrett, try talking to you real quick. Hey, hey, hey. A little soft still. Okay. That's what... <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. It's Christmas. I can't make that joke on Christmas. Oh. That's mean. <laughs> wow. 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 Yeah, it still sounds like shit. Hey, Darth Vader, Luke. I am your father. Um, there we go. That's not bad. I don't know. I don't know. I think you still got to hold this down, I guess. Uh, I was going to say that um, maybe they'll do a reversal because we're expecting this issue for him to die, and he doesn't. Mm. And then we'll know he'll die in the next issue. So. Maybe somebody else will die. This. Maybe. I guess um, I'll just have to talk really loud. Just let go. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Okay, it goes away. You're going to you're gonna have to yell at us to be loud. You know what? Um, try that other corner. Or try that other mic. Uh, I wanted to say, I was looking up um, some books on Amazon uh, for undisclosed, undisclosed reason. Um, but there's a lot of books on there. That popped up saying, "Hey, these are coming out." Some I've never even heard of these books. Um, nothing, nothing, nothing. I've never about heard of these books, and so I was curious. Hello, 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 hello. Even worse. Can you hear me at least. Hello. We're having some technical difficulties. This is what happens hey, when you shoot on location. Hello, hello, hello. No, nope, that you sound quiet. <clears throat> okay, I don't know what to do. Hey, yo. Hey, hey. Right. Here, I'll hold this. I'll okay. my, You're going to do it the whole show? I'll choose some bubble gum. I'll stick it on the machine. Hmm. MacGyver it. Whoa, don't touch it. It's working. Oh, that's good. Oh. Um, I was going to say, I was looking up some books on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is a, a marketplace online, if you don't know. And um, uh, Frontier, Hickman, it says it's coming out the 31st this month. Bullshit. Bullshit. They have shit. it on there. You can buy it. Maybe he's releasing it just as a trade. Hmm. It is. It says five issues. And there's a, uh, a next June, speaking of Ed Brubaker, Sean Phillips, they're working on a book called Pulp. Pulp. It's a Western. Little uh, little uh, trade. Hmm. Nice. So I'm excited for that. That'd so, be good. Yeah, I know. I was like, I saw that. I was like, perfect. Right up the alley, criminal, cowboy, same thing. Uh, East to West, number uh, 45. The final arc of East to West continues. War. Witness the ultimate showdown between the... Horseman, um, you know what, uh, Alex? What do you think of that? I so no, okay, maybe I misunderstood. I thought this was the end of the whole book. I thought forty-five was tying it all up together. Your maybe conclusion. it's going to go to fifty, and, and maybe who knows? Um, yeah, right there, Stephen. But I'm, I'm, I, I don't know if I'm excited or not yet. I think I just want to wait until it really is done. But maybe I'll binge read up to forty-five and be like, "Damn, that's some good shit that I'm reading." And I use shit in the, in the positive, not in the negative. Did Stephen Jr. bring you your drink? No. He brought me mine. Coke. No, he brought me an empty, heavy cup with, with white specks in it. That might be paint, but I'm not going to drink it. I think it's cocaine. Um, east to West. Do you have any interest in that, Garrett? Uh, yeah, I've read, the first, I've read the first three volumes. I just uh, haven't got the trades ever since volume three. Oh, you have? Mm-hmm. I remember him reading yeah, I've read them. Read the first three trades. So first, first 15, what, 15 issues? issues? Yeah. Uh-huh. Really good stuff. Another six trades and you'll be caught up. Perfect. But no offense. You could probably wait. Read Saga first. Yeah, I know. I do need to do that. That's more pertinent. Uh, here we go. A little... Uh, no DC Comics. No DC. DC taking a little break. Um, IDW, nothing really major coming out. Dark Horse, nothing really major coming out. But Marvel has a couple things here. 
Jeez, Steven. Extra carbonation in that drink, yeah. Doctor Strange number one, Mark Wade, Kev Walker, Phil Noto. The impossible sap in Doctor Strange's hands have been healed, restoring his surgical skills, but now he's torn between his obligation uh, as a Sorcerer Supreme and as a neurosurgeon when he's forced to choose which vows to uphold. Who suffers most after all? After oh, who suffers mo- most for it? After all, magic always has a cost, but here for a brand new era of magic and horror from Mark Wade and Kev Walker. So that's where Kev Walker went. <laughs> he was on uh, doing some Black Panther stuff. Um, you know, I would be interested if it was a new writer. Nothing against Mark Wade, but just I hate when they reboot a book and it's the same person. It's yeah. like, switch it up. Right. Give somebody else a chance. A lot of people out there that can do that. Uh, incoming number one, I think this is some sort of event, boys. Uh, a lot of people on this cover here. Al Ewing and more, Aaron Cooter and more, and Patrick Gleason on the cover. One will unite them. A mysterious murder brings together the heroes of the Marvel Universe in search for the killer. Wait, is this Heroes for Crisis? No. Uh, but no one can imagine where the trail will lead and how it will affect everything in 2020 and beyond. Who is the victim and who is the assailant? The closing chapter to Marvel's 80th year, what will connect the dots of everything that happened in 2019 and propel the narrative into the year that has come, featuring the Avengers, Fantastic Four, X-Men, Guardians of the Galaxy, Daredevil, Spider-Man, the Champions, the Agents of Atlas, Valkyrie, the Immortal Hulk, Jessica Jones, Venom, Ghost Rider, the Mask Raider, and more. How the hell could you possibly tell a story that has everybody in that other than it must be God himself... It's $10. Uh, Odin, son. $10. Small G, who died. So there you go. Little, uh, what they call, event. We call that money Which are usually reserved for the summer, but Marvel's getting a nice little head start. Uh, Christmas event. You know what? It sounds exactly like Heroes of Crisis, first off. Mm -hmm. Uh, But second, I... I don't know. I think I'm a little burnt out from the last event. What was the last event? Secret Empire? I don't remember. No. It's been like the... It was Infinity Wars, I think, was the last one. Oh, but we didn't read it. So I have have been burnt out with what I've read. So the last thing I remember reading... Secret Empire, for some reason, I forget about it. last one I remember is Civil War II. And that leaving a bad taste in my mouth. And then getting sucked into Secret Empire... Secret Empire, not Secret... Secret Empire was okay. I would say Secret Wars was the best. I think at the last. That was the Hickman. Um, but yeah, Infinity Wars was good. Alex, what looks to be your pick this week? Well, <laughs> I think I'm going to go with Criminal Number 11. And I would, hey, I would, that's mine. And I would think that would be shared amongst the three of us. Yeah, it's Criminal 11. I'm going to go incoming number one. Yeah, it's criminal. I mean... But looking forward to this thing for a while. This specific issue. Uh, cover looks sweet. It's got a gas mask in the front and T. So, uh, what, what are they robbing again? A bank? I think uh, so. Who knows? Who knows anymore what they're doing? We're too busy waiting for Ricky and Jane to get together. You know, I'm very. That's who's going to die this episode. <clears throat> you know what I'm very. Ricky is going to kill Jane. Oh. He's going to be like, you keep doing things with oh, my in dad. The last issue, the detective uh, was talking to uh, Ricky. He's going to find her. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, T was being a dickhead. Ricky, don't lose that number. 
It's the only one of you guys. You know that song? No. I've heard of it. You never heard that song, Gary? Mm-mm. Must have been before I was <laughs> existed. Alex, what about this weather? You know what? It looks pretty nice this week. Yeah, so we, we, there's nothing to complain about this week. I will admit, uh, it sounds like Christmas Eve and Christmas morning. There is a slight chance of some snow coming down. Uh, but, you know, we all want to wait Christmas. Mm-hmm. Bing Crosby sang about it many a time. I'm dreaming about it right now. You know you are. Uh, Garrett, here's that song. Okay, yes. Yep, I've heard that. Getting rickrolled. As they call it on YouTube. They call that in real life. YouTube's. Actually, was legit listening to that. That's why it was on there. Ricky, don't. No. Um, Stevie Junior, can I please get my poppers? All you want, not you have. Uh, Steven Jr. Can I just call you Jr.? JR over here. Uh, Alex asked for that drink at least uh, 15 minutes ago, and I yet have yet to see him wetting his palate over there. So bring that over here. So we're going to talk about Doomsday Clock by Jeff Johns and Gary Frank, uh, a comic book that is uh, concluding the uh, years-long... Oh, I was, was going to look it up. Rebirth started in 2016. It's ending that uh, storyline. We saw that in Rebirth. And then the button, uh, that Superman thing that they did. What was that? Yep. That was Batman. No, they did a Superman thing. Where his dad came back and... Jor-El. When he was hidden and oh. they realized it was him. That's, that's technically considered part of this. I don't know what it well, was. Well, the so. button two issue was the Flash Batman thing. Yeah. That one... What was it called? Was... Something. I don't remember. Uh, look it up here. But anyway, this is concluding that story. This was a 12-issue run by Jeff Johns, Gary Frank, who also did the aforementioned uh, Rebirth uh, one-shot special. 80-page special that was how much? Uh, $2.99, I thought. $2.99. $2.99. When, when they had a line that they would never cross, and then they lied to you six weeks later. I mean, uh, no, that was not, that was way after that price thing. Comics had been at three ninety nine for a while. No, I know, but they had told you again at Rebirth going... Uh, will we hold the line at two ninety nine? Like, yeah, sweet. How long that's gonna last? Yeah, true. Um, uh, so DC Universe Rebirth, and then we get this here. Uh, let me just ask you overall, non spoilery. What do you think of this miniseries as a whole? You know, honestly, it does feel like two separate stories. I would say that the first arc is very much different from the events unfolding in the second arc. Even though in the background there is one like involving a certain super character. There's someone in the background that there is a huge threat that's being built throughout the entire series, but um, I would expect, like, if I read it seems like you're reading two volumes of one saga basically. So if, if I was to read only volume one and never read volume two, I mean, I feel like I would have pretty much a complete story there. Uh, whereas Volume 2 is also very different from Volume 1. I did notice uh, Gary Frank. So in the first volume, especially, there's a lot in the Watchmen universe. And uh, so the, a lot of the first first six issues are a lot of nine-panel grids. And that's how the comic is. 
And then eventually, the more DC involved it becomes, it becomes less nine-panel grids and it becomes a lot more splash pages and stuff like that. So I like that little uh, nod there that uh, the two universes are distinctly different in terms of how the story is presented. Um, Jeff Johnson that did a great job. This was a book that could have fell very flat on its face. Uh, the ending, uh, it depends on how I think DC picks up and runs with it. Uh, but I did like it. It's not an ending that's like, oh, uh, this is definitively what, what I wanted to say. But more it's like, this is more to give people the future opportunity to tell stories based on this ending. I do like the way that that was. But also from the very beginning, introducing two new characters that we've never seen before, two of them, three of them. Uh, I thought I did a good job. So by the end, I think I knew all three of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, Rorschach character and the... Oh. Uh, um, Reggie and then Mime and Mime and Marionette. Marionette. Yep. Uh, by the end, I think I knew them all, and their arc is complete. So in that sense, you can read this by itself and get those three complete stories, or you can read with the history of knowing Watchmen or the history of knowing DC Comics and get something out of those two things too. So, Alex, what do you think? I I really did enjoy it. I uh, so I only read eleven, twelve back to back today, and it was. A heartfelt story. I actually got goosebumps reading this. There's actually mm-hmm. a couple of things where it's like, oh, uh, I, I could tear up. I did not tear up. And I am more than happy to tell you when a book makes me uh, a little weepy. But this actually had some heartfelt moments. And I actually thought for when we get into spoilers, uh, there were times that it would be hard to be a Superman fan. Yeah. But it was, it was actually very enjoyable. I, I think this is... I'd almost hate to see Watchmen go into someone else's hands. I think that Jeff Johns did a good job keeping these characters actually kind of grounded, especially when you're working with someone who is so um, overly powerful that it was, I'd want to read it again and actually read all 12 issues, as I did not read all 12 back-to-back. Right, to, that would be a better experience, holy I shit, believe. That would take me forever. It took me probably an hour just to read those two. Yeah, this book is This book has a lot of, a lot of exposition. But a lot of it is to, to help sell the story, to help you understand what's going on. It's good. It's good read. Superman Reborn was the Superman thing. It took place oh, in right. action right. and Superman. Okay. It was only like four issues total. Oh. Uh, Doomsday Clock number one, we were asking this earlier, came out November 22nd, 2017. So about okay. a year and a few months almost a year and a half after uh, Rebirth started. So 12 issues. So it ran from November 22nd, 2017 to December 18th, 2019. So almost, almost two years of this story. Uh, I, I do feel like at a certain point, and this is to Alex's point, because of that delay, because of all, the, all of the time I spent in between, I feel like uh, I remembered a lot of it. It's not a story that is super complex, but also I feel like the emotional impact would have been more if I read it back to back to back to back. Um, but overall, I think it was uh, a nice, uh, it was a challenge for the beginning going in. People knew it was going to be a sequel to Watchmen and it was going to affect the DC universe in a way, but nobody knew how. And I think in terms of those two things, actually it, it succeeded. Um, the Watchmen part of it, I thought there was nice, uh, Dr. Manhattan parts. There was nice, uh, Ozymandias parts. And then... In terms of the DC side of it, I think for Superman, uh, it was a nice Superman story as well. So, right. so let's uh, get into the spoilers to this final issue and uh, the things that they say we're going to change, Alex. When you said nice things about um, 
the Doctor Manhattan, nice parts. I was like, yeah, because we saw that blue penis. This yeah, episode. get that blue dong back. That's <laughs> everyone's favorite. Uh, yeah, what a great week for uh, Watchmen because they had the Watchmen uh, season one finale was on uh, yes. Sunday night, and then we got this this week, which made it very very hard for me to distinguish like what was in that show and what was in this book, right? Because I kept being like, fine, which no, that was the show on itself. But I think one thing. Uh, I won't say as a spoiler for the TV show, but the perspective of Dr. Manhattan being able to flow through time all at one moment is spot on. In both of yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that part is in lock. Like, now I, like, I feel like I understand how Dr. Manhattan time travels, and so that part didn't even confuse me or anything like that, because he's in every single moment at every single time, you know, which is crazy how he's like a watchmaker's son. But I think it was very cool to see him kind of basically orchestrate this entire thing to see what would happen to this point in time where Dr. Manhattan can't remember, can't know what happens anymore. Um, and so the last thing he sees is Superman, and that's this whole thing has been leading to this, is Superman being right in front of him, and then it happens. Um, you know, crazy, like, I love this issue because it brought back two of my favorite Superman characters, you know, Ma and Pa Kent. Um, what a crucial part of Superman's upbringing, and they got yanked from his senior year of high school after prom, you know. Uh, they got, they ran into a tree, basically, because Superboy wasn't there to save them. Um, we find on this issue, um, maybe I'm getting too far ahead of myself. No, go ahead. Uh, when Dr. Manhattan fixes the timeline, um, which I feel like we need to see more implications of that, but anyways, uh, Superboy is able to save Ma and Pa Kent from getting well because murdered. originally he Doctor Manhattan stopped the Justice Society from ever being created, mm-hmm. and so is they that by the, moving the ring out of the yes. one guy's? Okay. Uh, so Alan uh, Scott uh, out of reach of him, so he died. So Justice League Society was never made, which and so in that timeline, in the one in which there was no Superboy, uh, his dad told them to stay hidden, uh, kind of like Man of Steel, mm-hmm. like don't come out. They're going to be uh, you don't owe them anything. And so he never became Superboy because he was scared to be superhero. Whereas when he went back and, and uh, gave the ring back or the lantern back to Alan Scott within reach, and then Just Society was still born, then they had people that started at first who inspire uh, Clark. And also, in a sense, John Reddy knew was like, yes, if you're going to use your powers, like you should. Uh, you should be a superhero. I'll be proud of you to do that. And so that's why he becomes Superboy at an earlier age rather than waiting for his parents to die and then become a superhero. So... Um, I thought that was great because it shows you, the whole thing shows you and Dr. Manhattan is realizing this point that these people do not exist for selfish reasons. Like Superman exists in every single universe to guide these superheroes and what they're supposed to do. And he realizes that the changes that he made made it so that nobody was ever inspired. Everybody was always cynical and it's a very dark world. And if you really, there really is a reason for uh, heroes to step up uh, when you give them opportunity as long as you know, like Superman was in every universe to be that anchor point. So, um, even in their universe, like when he he came back, uh, and that's why there's a point towards the end. Superman and, and Doctor Manhattan are supposed to fight, and Superman doesn't fight. He protects them, and he goes, "Why did you do that? Like I don't understand." Oh, after he tells them that I killed your parents. Yeah, he goes, "Why would you do that?" And at that moment, it's when John finally realizes that Superman, just because he has all that power, doesn't mean that he uses it for whatever reason. He uses it for good. He could be a hero, and that's when John realizes that he could be a hero too. Right. He doesn't need to be just this 
omnipotent force that has all this power that just does stuff uh, and thinks out like very logically and doesn't really think in terms of what is good. Um, and he realizes uh, he wants to be like Superman. So in a sense, the story uh, made him bring back Superman in every universe, which anchored it all back. And they talk about the multiverse is back together uh, because now he brought back Superman in all those worlds. But in the same sense, now their universe, the Watchmen universe, is saved and anchored because of Superman, because Dr. Manhattan sees him and it anchors him to realize he could be a hero too. So. <clears throat> That's yeah, pretty cool. I mean, it's got a lot of layers, and uh, the cool cliffhanger, you know, with my and Marionette's son being a Clark on a different Earth. Yeah, Clark. Yeah, Clark with the with a Manhattan circle on so his Dr. forehead. So Doctor Manhattan uh, does die in a sense, but he uh, shifts his powers over to uh, Clark, which is Marionette and uh, Mime's uh, son that was taken away from him. We saw that earlier in the series. They end up also having a daughter at some point. So at the end, yeah, he shows up and was like, I, uh, John, uh, what did he say, John? Or he said, I know your parents. No, and they my, said, my, John called me Clark. Yeah. And he says, mm-hmm. I know your parents and they'll know what to do with me or something like that. So, right. That was cool. And God, I'm really hoping, which I doubt's going to happen, that Ma and Pot Ken are going to be alive and like. I mean, they should be alive. In the DC universe? I, I assume would, so. That's what books will I know, do. but I want to see them. Like, I want to see them actually show up. I'm sure once you get past all the Klikuzar or whatever that demon's name was, and you get, you get through all this garbage that's going on right now, and Bendis goes, okay, here's the step-up point. Jump on here. Mom yeah. What if the next awesome. issue is just them having family dinner? That'd be awesome. Bendis is I would, buy, I would buy that issue just because re- that was the part that gave me the goosebumps was... You see the first time where they crash into the tree, and then you see the next one where there's a little glimmer of cape, and they go, "Is that our son?" And he's up there going, "I saving them." Oh my holy shit! Yeah, that made me excited. And this that made you like Superman for the first time. It, Alex. It, it, that's what I was gonna say is that this actually gave me hope that hope Superman mm-hmm. that. Someone knows how to write a good Superman, and I wish that Jeff Johns. Yeah, we know Jeff Johns. Yeah, he does one hundred percent. I don't know that. I mean, well, if you think about (laughs) New Fifty Two, that was definitely not Jeff Johns' creation with Superman. That was God. You took everything away from Superman, basically. That was Superman on coke. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you take away his parents; they're not around. You made him angry. Made him angry. Made him have really no purpose. By the way, New Fifty Two still exists. But it's a different multiverse. Right. They showed him for two seconds. It's the emo punk uh, <laughs> DC universe. Um, but, you know, a lot of inspiration for Superman to be a good person is his parents. And the fact that they've been gone for so long. And, like, he's a new parent now, too. You know, you think he would he would really love to have guidance from his Ooh, actual Clark? parents. Yeah, Clark Kent. Yeah, he gives up his powers because he becomes a parent, right? No, that's that shitty Smallville <laughs> tie-in in Crisis. Just garbage. <laughs> But he would love to turn to Mon Pa Kent and ask them some advice about being a parent. He, ne- he didn't have anyone to ask. He just had to like learn it because there was no one around to teach him. Well, now they get also now. Uh, um, what's his son's name? Jonathan. Jonathan. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Uh, Jonathan now has instead of just uh, uh, Jorel to look up to, now he has different grandparents. Now that's the one thing I wonder is they're going to be maybe in the part. I told you. In Superman, when Jor-El, like, they, well, for everything to go back to how it was, I'll have to put Jor-El back on Krypton before it explodes. So, because what happened is Dr. Manhattan yanked him out of him dying. Yeah, and that was exist. in that Superman Reborn okay. uh, part. So, right. that was the only thing that from that they need was to tell you that Jor-El was yanked out. 
The button part was for we know Thomas uh, <laughs> to kill his son uh, and um, uh, DC Rebirth, and there was also wasn't there one more thing? Flash, Flash, Wally West, Wally West, part of it. So when we know what happened there, he killed everybody. Yep. So everybody who got saved became homicidal. Well, now they're all back. <laughs> mm-hmm. I like you know that two page uh, two page flash with Superman and all his uh, friends that have been dead. Or I guess gone from this universe and now are back because they've been inspired by Superman, who was inspired by the Justice Society. Uh, I looked at that page, uh, pretty nice. We got uh, Mr. Terrific on there. Who else I see? I saw Catman on there. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the Legion. A lot of the Legion. Legion's back, as we saw earlier in issue 12, or maybe 11. Star Girl turns to dust because 11. she doesn't uh, exist anymore. But then she comes back and uh, saves um, her friends out of the jail. And uh, Lex Luthor, though. In this issue 12 at the end, he goes, maybe Osmantius was right, but I can do it my own way about uh, scaring the public into joining together. So that's probably a storyline we'll see later on. Right. Maybe. Maybe there will be another sequel. I think the only thing is I'd be so concerned someone else picking up this book, not not reader-wise, but team to carry this story on. I would... Excuse me. I think I'd much rather just see Jeff Johns go, okay, this is, this is my baby to tell. Maybe this it is. is. Maybe, maybe if there was a third volume, it will be. I, I can't imagine anyone else being nearly as methodical as they write it out. I don't think Jeff's involved, as involved in the movies as he was at one point. Right. So I'm, I'm sure he has more time now. I wonder if he's involved in that Green Lantern TV show. Yes, he he's creating it. <laughs> or he's doing, he's, and he's writing the movie script for the movie one. Oh, well, I else I mean, he's busy then. Yeah. <laughs> this, um, this book doesn't have to come out right away. I just, it'd be, it'd be hard to see. Like, sometimes when you see a new team coming on a book, like Batman, now we're excited to see uh, Tinian come on and to see other stories come out of this. This is one of those books where I think if it's anything to do with Watchmen, if it's anything to carry on from Doomsday Clock, I think Jeff Johns is the one to to guide it, and I know that it's in good hands. I'd be concerned just that someone else would, would blow it out of proportion, that it would take away from the importance of some of these scenes. Because when I'm watching Superman get the shit kicked out of him by every bad guy that um, Black Adam had put together from, was it Kondak or mm-hmm. Kodak or whatever? Um, Kovac? Kovac? No, that's, that's uh, what's his face? <coughs> I don't know. It's Rorschach, anyway. But I, just, there's, I don't think there's another team out there that I would feel as confident in. Because, when I, again, when I'm watching Superman get the shit kicked out of him, I'm like, oh, my God, are they going to kill him off? Mm-hmm. I mean, he's, ble- he's, he's bleeding. Right. They're From the mouth, he's, he's he's still not given up. He's going up against. Um, they even talk about the the crossover of Marvel and DC, which is a side note when they're talking about all the multiverse stuff. Um, but I'm just I I don't think anyone could hold this sword as well as they could. Right. I don't think there's going to be a sequel anytime soon. I mean, this is a big I think maybe on its own. just plot points will be in other books. Yeah. I was going to mention I do like and actually <clears throat> Jeff Johns did two things here. He explained why they have to retell Superman's origins a lot, and they also uh, kind of give origin stories um, a pass in a way. At the end, they explained they go in in twenty twenty five a young boy, and they showed all those times that that Clark lands on Earth, and at some points he doesn't even land on Earth, and they show like in the winter and like maybe a different country, uh, but it kept going twenty twenty five, twenty thirty five, it kept going in years, uh, showing you that. His origin story is always going to be updated for the new audience because he's always the anchor point for wherever we're at, uh, and he's going to exist forever. He existed forever in the past and in the future, 
And so, in a way, the origin story is not in a way to, to like retell you the origin stories for our generation because we know how it is. But every generation going forward will know Superman's origin because it's needed. Right. And in a way, when I saw that, I was like, "Yeah, okay, cool. That makes sense." Uh, really, overall, like if somebody came to me and was like, "Is this a good Watchmen book for me to read?" I'd be like, "It's really more of a Superman story." And I don't know if that's a spoiler, <laughs> telling somebody going in, being like, this is a Superman story. If you like Superman, then you should read this. Uh, I don't really think, I mean, knowing Watchmen definitely is good for the uh, the context of the uh, three characters, um, Franklin. Franklin? Oh, Franklin. Reggie. Reggie? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Mime and Marionette, and also Ozymandias. But uh, I think Dr. Mahanvery and this 12 issues, they kind of re-explain him very well. Uh, since uh, Gary mentioned earlier, he exists in all time at all, all, uh, all the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, if somebody was like, "Is this a good DC book?" I'm like, "Ah, oh, not really." I mean, there's a lot of good DC stuff in it, a lot of DC heroes, but also those two things kind of play off each other. It's more about Superman. I think if you don't like Superman, at the end of this book, you'll be like, "Oh, it's all about Superman," and then you might be disappointed. So. But see, I think that's the thing is that now I, I like Superman just fine. Um, but I'm not a fan of Superman. So for me, this is actually one of those books that I went into it and it gave a good story of Superman being Superman, not because um, it's because he wants to, but it's because he can. Because right. it's the right thing to do. That even with Ma and Pa being gone, they were still a defining factor for him because that's the life they would have wanted, wanted him to live. Right. Is to come out of hiding and to do what's right. Um, I, this, really, I, I, this is one of those, I just need to read it again. All the way through. Yeah, I want to do and, that really bad. Read through. And I think because I want to, I want to like Superman. It will, it will never be what how Garrett loves Superman. Well, he's just a very complex character that people think is two D. They think, oh, he has no weaknesses. He's just this god. He's allergic to a rock. Big whoop. Who right. isn't? And so I think when you get past that, like very, very meta, like definition of Superman, like there's a lot of layers that makes him who he is. It's not based on like. All having all his powers and having one weakness, you know. But that, but that's all on who writes the book, right? Because exactly. there, there are other books where, um, you know, All Star Superman is a great Superman as a person. Mm-hmm. He's not just a well, superhero, but he's a man. Yeah, but I think that's what Jeff Johns is trying to say. It's like right. it's not about, and that's what the why he uses Doctor Manhattan as the the opposite point is that that guy has all the power too, but Superman is not that person. Superman is a person underneath all that power, and that's what Doctor Manhattan realizes. At the end, and that's why he decides to change everything back, um, because he realizes that he doesn't have to just be uh, a god. He can be well. He doesn't have to be what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, portrayed just by his power, he can do other things too. He doesn't have to be always the scary guy that people are trying to fight against. To, that's how I mean. That's if you think about the original Watchmen. I mean, that's what that was. Is that um, they all? No, I'm thinking about the movie. Can <laughs> <So laughs> you show you mean? No, remember in the movie, it was him that blew up New York City, and so they united against him. Anyways, they're almost scared. They're, no matter what it is, they're almost scared of him and his power, and people are, he's so, at the end, when he realizes all the stuff, and why they're not afraid of Superman, is because he's not defined, that's what I'm looking for, defined by his power, he's instead defined by his character. And so, he's like, I can be like that too, and that's how he, Osmantius, in a way, convinces him to go back and save their world is to be like Superman. Boom. So the first the first book, Osmandius is trying to destroy everybody. When? 
No, Ozymandias' no, plan from the beginning is to save his... Yeah, but then they found out that he did that, and so Utopia. it wasn't really a monster threat or mon- alien threat, and so then they, was, they went back to being... Uh, facing off for nuclear war and so he needed something else the only thing that he had was dr manhattan to get rid of all the nuclear weapons but dr manhattan wasn't there anymore so no, that's we're, talking about this, we're talking about this book yeah, yeah. doomsday yeah. yeah no i was talking about the original first one that's all for the better greater good with that snap of his finger everyone was dead it's for the greater good so they all fight against an alien threat that you unite against it and don't fight each other anymore like if an alien came in here alex let's say we hate each other Hypothetically, and we—I hate Garrett. We all three of us hate each other, and we're like, we have we have knives out, and we're doing we're circling each other, what's uh, side story style, nice. right? Alien pops in. We all gonna go try to kill that alien if he tries to kill us. We're united for that time. That's what he did. More importantly, if I'm that third person, I let you two fight the alien. Back off. Let you guys die. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, you would be the first one after that alien. Trying to take it. Let's kill it. He'd be like, oh, there goes Alex. (laughs) Especially if he walked in and he was really small, like Baby Yoda style. You'd probably kick him in the teeth. (laughs) I just punt that little Yoda. By the way, speak of the Mandalorian, just a quick side note. It's watching episode seven. What's the the newest one? Seven. No, I was watching five. I'm back by. I I watched five today and I watched part of six. I got to finish six. Uh, I was watching five and he kind of falls off of the ship onto the ground. He gets beat up a lot. Baby Yoda. Yeah, I'm surprised he would. He didn't get uh, any serious injury because if a baby did that, yeah, I know. I was gonna say he was like, oh, they're like he's going all over the place, flying all over the place, and uh, oh, in six that happens too. When the ship, they're in a ship, comes out of hyperspace or hyperdrive, and the baby Yoda goes flies, and I was yeah. just like, dude, that if he was actually a kid, dead. Yeah, well, explain why Yoda force speaks so weird. <laughs> Concussed. <laughs> if you have the force, you have like a force barrier that is just, ref- uh, um, what do you call it, reflective? He's like wearing reflex. some baggy clothes, so maybe there's yeah. enough layers. What if he just pulled cushion. it off and he was like buff as hell? Pretty awesome, actually. Chisel. Work out, I did. He just kind of like <laughs> lifts up his shoulders like, <laughs> man, does all the cracking. Lift, bro, do you? <laughs> um, legs do you lift? <laughs> ah, play date must you mot mot no? What? What? <laughs> you know what? Stephen, bring me another drink. Rather good drinks, my good man. Mm-hmm. Stephen also, um, Alex ordered the Alaskan white fish, and Garrett over here ordered the bison burger, extra rare. And I oh. had ordered a nice BLT, and uh, I don't see any of that in front of us. <laughs> Yeah, bring us a nice cup of soup while I got it, too. What do you got? Clam chowder? Manhattan style? Is that the white or the red? Or the blue? I always get that mixed up. Oh, it's the red? All right, bring it out. Ooh. Tomato-based. You guys have tomato allergies? Uh-huh. No. Well, Doomsday Clock, I'm going to give that boy, uh, overall, I'm going to give it about an eight. Uh, but this issue in particular, I'm going to give it a nine. I would do the same with an eight, but I'd give this issue a ten. I really enjoyed it. And I like... The only thing that would make it lessen the score is if it doesn't actually pay off into other continuity. The only like thing the I didn't continuity. like was I thought there was no reason to have the comedian in it. Comedian? I thought he was just in it for oh, shock value. Probably, yeah. Because he really doesn't do anything except shoot Ozymandias twice. No. Uh, he, Lex. he shoots Lex and then he shoots Ozymandias. Yeah. That's all that he does. And doesn't really reflect on the story. Like nothing really happens because of it. So. Right. Well, honestly, at the end of this, he gets thrown out the window still, so it doesn't matter. Right. Uh, I'd give it a 9 and a 9. There's... The issue nine is good. Uh, I had some heartfelt moments, but it wasn't a perfect issue for me. 
and overall, I've enjoyed the book enough in the two-year span of what I can remember. I'd still give it a nine. And they said uh, they're currently working. I read an interview on the Three Jokers. So, oh yeah, Gary Frank. So, is that uh, part and of Earth One Volume Three? Uh, they didn't say if it was part of this or not. I thought it was. Uh, they announced it as part of this originally. Let me uh, look it up here. I don't remember. Steven's bringing star soup. Thank you. you Alex, take one over here. We need some crackers though. Yeah, we do. Saltines, dude. Saltines. Bring just bring a whole basket of saltines. Dude, your bison burger is bleeding all over. No, this is hey, just man. a soup. It's just rare. This wow. is just the clam chowder. Oh. That's the red thing. It's a tomato. Oh. No, they wring the blood out of it and put it in a bowl. So yeah, yeah. Just bring a, ba- a basket of saltines. What do you mean they're individually wrapped? Well, unwrap them and put them in a fucking basket. You know what? Your father had the same lip as you. And I'm not going to say what happened to him because I don't know for sure. But I might know for sure. You hear me? You understand? All right. Uh, it's a good comic. Um, I would recommend that if you were interested at all, like if you're not one of those people being like, no, don't touch the Watchmen, don't touch any of that. But if you are interested at all, if you're curious at all, you've been reading Rebirth and you want to see where that goes, I would say it's worth it. So go ahead and go pick it up. Mm-hmm. Especially when it comes out on trade, read that whole baby up. One, yeah. one thing. Um, uh, before we move on to uh, a little uh, quiz about Christmas, that's going to be our feature today. Whoa. Uh, game show between you two here. Uh, as we are in this lovely restaurant. We never get the location out because we don't want this place to be packed. It's a nice little secret. This is the fourth annual Christmas party. And so I'm kind of throwing this out there for you guys. So I'll go first. Um, but when this comes out, it's the week of Christmas. On the week of Christmas or on Christmas, uh, and there's actually a lot of holidays this week. Hanukkah, uh, Kwanzaa, any kind of presents you get this week for the holiday season. One of the uh, ones that a lot of people get is called gift cards. Right? And so... Uh, I think a lot of people are going to be wondering, what do I buy with this gift card? So I'm going to give you three little recommendations for books I think you should start and pick up. Nice little trades, and you can get into it. One of them uh, is going to be uh, Killer Be Killed by Edward Baker and Sean Phillips. Oh, yeah. It's a nice little trade there. You can go and pick that up. Uh, it's out already, and I think if you're looking for something that is uh, crime-based, uh, if you like Sean Phillips or Edward Baker's work uh, from prior, it does hold up to that, but also it is also kind of very, 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 very loosely. Uh, almost like a superhero criminal book. So uh, I would go pick that up. Um, another thing I would recommend is Superman uh, Secret Origins by Jeff Johns and Gary Frank. Uh, Secret Origins, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's I just because I thought you were going to say year one. <laughs> <laughs> it's fantastic. It's 12 okay. issue, 12 issue? Six. Six issue run. Uh, retelling the origins uh, or whole story of Superman from uh, birth to uh, Legion. Um, and I think it's fantastic. And actually, I think a lot of the heart of this last issue, uh, you can see both that are love for Superman from that book there. Uh, and the very last thing that I want to recommend uh, for everybody out there is Saga Compendi- uh, Compendium 1. It's a bigger little book. I don't know how much gift cards you got. But I think I saw it was 45 bucks, uh, But it collects every issue... Uh, this came out so far, I believe. All 54? I think so. Let me double check that. Like the library editions? There's no, there's a, a new li- one. Libraries oh. have 13. There's a new companion that has everything. No, because the library I have has like 20. Saga, come. I don't know. Pendium. I don't know. There's three library editions. No, you're right. Editions. It might be 18. might be 18. Because there's 36 is the next one, and that's 54. The Saga Three. Compendium 1 is available on Amazon currently for... Uh, forty two sixty six plus 
There's an extra coupon that you can click on and take six sixty seven off. So how much is that then? Forty two thirty five bucks. It comes with issues one through fifty four. Is that all? Oh, the whole thing. Yeah, there you go. Shit. For thirty five bucks. Jesus. Not bad. Get on that. But you sold out it will sell out pretty quick. Uh, but if you want to get caught up a saga before they come back, who knows when they're gonna come back. <laughs> So they said this is the halfway point? They said, no, they just took a break. They oh. said that creatively they didn't want to get burnt out, and before they get there, they just want to take a little break. There's no way you have a compendium one and you don't have a compendium two, so. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna, they're not going to leave it. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're coming back to this. Well, oh, I'm sure we come back. But the way year. that this first, I'll say first uh, chunk of the story, and it definitely is, this is part one, and there's, there's going to be more. It can't just end here. So. No, I. There would be raging in the streets. <laughs> mm-hmm. So going to pick that up is a nice price for 54 issues. So. Holy shit. That's less than a dollar an issue. I spent more than that for one issue. Like seven <laughs> times that much. More uh, than that even. So go ahead and get times. You guys got any issue. recommendations for people with gift cards this week? <clears throat> hmm. Middle uh, West? I would say Farmhand. I would say Farmhand. Is very cartoony and like very, it would be good for kids. Middle West, I would definitely shout out. That's a, yep. a, a great, uh, even if you do the first six issues, I think it's only, I think only the first volume came out. Maybe the second volume has been released. That's a good book to get caught up on. <clears throat> right. Uh, shout out for not even a comic book. Uh, if you got a gift card that covers like $25, go to your local Target, go to wherever you get video games, uh, pick up Spider-Man. Uh, first yeah, two values from PS4. First two values of Middle Western. Is it? Good, good, good stuff. Oh uh, yeah, Spider Man. It's only I only sell only uh, if you're okay with digital copies of things. Twenty bucks on the PSN store because they have a spell, uh, a, a spell, spell right a now. spell. Yeah, they got spells on you. Spells. Well, and say so there's there's the Game of the Year edition that's came out, so everything that's been that I had to download uh, is already on there for you. There you oh, go. You get the season pass. How too? good is it? Yeah, out of, out of ten, what would you give it? Oh, I'd give that. I just I was playing it today. You know what kind of I games I like, Alex? Marvin, you can't go around killing people in this game. You can't I, go I, around. You know, uh, I suck at the Batman fighting. So how am I going to do in this fighting? You probably would be okay. You'd be okay. I would give Pe- this game an eight. But see, now I've actually died. So you know it's harder than Can you Batman. explain to the audience what we mean when I suck at the Batman fighting? Uh, for the record, I'm a backseat Batman player. Uh, I would watch Marvin go... You need a counter Arkham, that. Arkham, Bam. Arkham Knight or Arkham... Watch out for that one. Bam. Uh, more often than not, he Batman gets the shit kicked out. That's real life. <laughs> that is real life. Do you know that uh, lightning on top of their head means they're going to fucking hit you? It's too hard to see in the screen. No. It comes up too fast. It is only on there for like half a second. <laughs> That's because they're going to hit you. I actually, play, <laughs> I actually play on hard just so it goes off, so it, I have to you know test my skill. But it's hard. You can't even barely see it? No, it's they blue. It it's huge. They got to make it brighter. If you do the icon, it's easy it enough. It should cover the whole screen saying, uh, right now they're going to punch you. Yeah, two seconds. <laughs> what about Spider-Man? Just something similar? Yeah, you get yeah. the spider sense. It's you, above their you head? You can see it, yeah. Or your no, head. it's above his head, yeah. Like it. Can you really see it, though? Yeah, it's yeah. white. So as long as you're not wearing your future foundation suit, you should be fine. Oh, okay. Uh, any more recommendations? Not that I can think of. See, I was actually going to say Saga, because I was going to say you need to binge read the shit out of that. Compendium, get it, thirty five bucks. Better deal. Uh, you well, you brought fine. up you brought up Killer Be Killed, and I think Criminal Volume One would also be a good pick to kind of get your foray into the Sean Phillips at Brubaker world. Yes, or, you, or even go back and get your Coward Lawless. 
get the other six volumes that already came out prior if you're getting into Criminal. And there's, what, three single issues that just are one-hit wonders? They're tied into one of the trades. Are they really? Yeah. Yeah, they put a couple of them together. Um, I wanted to see another recommendation that I will give, and then we can move on to our Christmas quiz. Hey, by the way, Stephen, there's clams in this. Did you know that? Yeah, I know it's called clam chowder, but I thought maybe that was a, some sort of like euthanism. I don't know. It was actually clam. I mean, it's pretty good. I'm not going to lie. But it's, you didn't tell me that up front. What if I don't like clam chowder? All right. Take it away. I think we're done. Bring, bring in the food out. <laughs> what do you mean they're not done? We're starving over here, man. Holy shit. Well, I'm, what are we going to do? We're hungry. Yeah. Okay. Go get the side salad. Yeah. All right. Go. They're going to bring the salad. Salad. The shit. Um, Lazarus <laughs> Lazarus um, doesn't have a compendium but they have hardcovers called the uh, book one so go ahead and pick that up it's only 20 bucks the first book and I recommend Lazarus you catch up caught up with that uh, because there's Lazarus Lazarus X plus 66 and now we're on Lazarus Risen mm-hmm. or is it Rise Risen, oh, Risen. Risen. there was a Rise storyline right yes so. Uh, so read that it's fantastic and also, I believe that uh, Greg Ruck is working on that TV show to be on Amazon Prime. So, oh really? I'm, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, so, and like I said, anything about Greg Ruck, he writes, I'll read. So, he might, what if he writes part of that show? Gotta watch it. <laughs> Speaking of shows, by the way, also if you have HBO, if you don't, uh, you can maybe use the gift card to uh, get a month of HBO now and watch Watchmen because it is. Worth oh, it. So. it's so incredible! And while you're there, check out some other stuff for Watchmen. Pretty. Good. I saw that Hellboy movie's on there. Did you ever see that new Hellboy? No. I'm going to watch it. I want to watch it. How shitty do you think it would be? After, after I watched uh, Stranger Things Volume 2, I haven't gotten three yet. My mother-in-law hasn't started three yet with us. Anyway, uh, actually made me excited to see Hopper be Hellboy, but I've also heard real shit things about that movie. Yeah. I don't know. He's also in the new Black Widow as a Red Menace. Dude, Guardian. Fat. Guardian. Well, he's going to be Red Menace to me. Mm. What if he switches? Could be. Oh, yeah. Sell right there, sell right there, sell right there. Alex asked, also asked for a drink, I believe. Uh, we're oh, at 51 minutes. And uh, I don't see his palate once again. Still parched. Parched. So. Good help's hard to find. I mean, you knew the guy's the father. I know. You think, I, I thought the apple fell farther from the tree. Obviously, got re eaten by the tree. and You know what, Stephen? We're a little too down. hard on you. If you bring the food out in the next 10 minutes, I'll give you a 100%, 100% tip. What do you mean it's not on you? You go back there. You whoop some ass. You tell them to get shape up. Let's go. Else right. you're dead to us like your father is. <laughs> oh, jeez. Allegedly. <laughs> uh, metaphorically. <laughs> Allegedly. Uh, where's my phone? All right. Here we go. Christmas is this week. And uh, like I said, a lot of holidays this week. But uh, we uh, practice. Is that what you use? Christmas? We celebrate? So, celebrate. So I got some Christmas questions here. It's going to be standard quiz rules. I will read the question out. You buzz in with your name, and then you give me an answer. Uh, if you answer incorrectly, you have to wait till the next person answers. Uh, and then if you both answer incorrectly once, we will move on to the next question here. Uh, I have 10 questions. Uh, Christmas quiz 2019. I don't want to keep looking at that pig. Because I'm hungry, probably. Hungry for a vacation? Question number one. Hands up others. Who created Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? 
It's multiple choice, or you got to fill, you got to actually answer it. That I got multiple choice. Alex. Yes. So what's the name? You were eight when this came out. What the fuck? This is unfair. Rankin and Bass. No, incorrect. Okay, but that is correct. They didn't make a movie. As I'm, I'm thinking the movie, so. I don't fucking know. He doesn't know. Okay, moving on to the next question. That's Robert L. May. Standard trivia question. Standard trivia question. <laughs> <laughs> question number two. What is the opening line of the Christmas song by Nat King Cole? What is the opening line to the Christmas song by Nat King Cole? Alex. Yes. Jingle Bell Rock? <laughs> no. Um, Garrett Chestnuts roasting on an open fire That is correct One point for Garrett Really? Yeah That's the Christmas song by Nat King Cole Hell yeah Question number three Ah here he comes Alaskan whitefish That's uh, Alex over here That's a trout Bison burger over to Garrett Want that bison's ass And then me uh, Oh no What? No what do you mean they didn't have it? What'd you give me then? Macaroni and cheese? <laughs> that looks like craft macaroni and cheese. Did you just open a box back there? Or? No, take it back. I'll take also take the white fish. What do you mean it's going to be another hour? I'm gonna, I ain't got another hour. We got we got four more, I mean six more questions to do, and then we're out of here. How did they not fucking know we were coming out? We come here every fucking year. You know what, Steven? You know, right? It's not, it's not your fault. They messed up my order. They didn't, know, they didn't have it. You're too scared to tell me, obviously, what happened with your father. You understand how it goes. You bring back the craft. You tell them, I just want another salad. This time, make it Caesar style. You hurry up. All right. <laughs> Question number three. Which town, beginning with the letter N, was Jesus raised as a child? Alex. Yes. Nazareth. Correct. Quick. One to one. Question number four. What is the time difference between Lapland, Finland, in London, UK, and December? What is the time difference between Lapland, Finland, and London, UK, in the winter? Garrett. Yes. Four hours. Incorrect. Alex. Yes. Five hours. Ooh, incorrect. She went the other way. Three? Two hours. Oh, um, I still was wrong. Finland I was actually is three. two hours ahead of the UK. There you go. I don't know why those two places are unique to Christmas. Uh, yeah, that's where Santa was born. Was it? Lapland? I thought he was born in the North Pearl. Pearl. No, North, North Pearl. Pearl. <laughs> North Pearl. Number five. That oyster. Number five. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Stephen, that's pretty nice. You get the salad already. You know what? You're going to learn this tip. I might like you, actually like you better than your father. I mean, R.I.P., but, you know. R.I.P. Uh, can you name two of the three 1990 UK Christmas number ones by the Spice Girls? Can you name two? So here's the thing. Here's a little context for this question before you answer. There's a big thing in the UK about having the number one song on Christmas Day. It's like a thing to see all the artists kind of try to be the number one song on Christmas Day. It doesn't mean it's Christmas related. It just means they try to be. Hmm. So what are the three 1990 UK Christmas number ones by the Spice Girls? Alex. Yes. Uh, Wannabe. Okay. And, oh, shit, what's it called? Say You'll Be There. Uh, no. Incorrect. Uh, Spice World. 
and I'll tell you what I want. No. Uh, two Become One, Too Much, and Goodbye were the three songs. Mm. Spice World in 1994, I think. One to one still. One to if one. You to be my lover. You got to get with my friends. Uh, <laughs> got to get with my lover. You got to get with my... <laughs> you got to get with my lover and my friend. You're three, so. <laughs> That's what they sing, you know, down in the Mormon... Uh, number six, uh, who is the patron saint of children? Alex. Yes. Saint Nick. Saint Nicholas. He is correct. That's a point for Alex there. Two to one. Uh, I should have known. from that Mormon <laughs> thing. <laughs> you think Stephen put enough together and now he called the cops? Allegedly. I mean, allegedly. <laughs> no, we don't know anything more than he knows. Hey, all we did was ask him for some candy. I mean. Oh. And some Who's fava this? beans. Manager came out here. No, we haven't seen. Stephen brought me the Caesar salad. He brought this guy a nice white fish. Turned out to be a per, uh, por, what was it? Trout. Trout. But whatever. Uh, and he brought this guy the bison burger. Uh, kind of fucked up my order, but you know, still good. Um, but after that, he left. I thought we were good. We were going to give him a 100% tip. Yeah, go check the bathroom. It's probably in there. Number seven. According to the Christmas Carol, which king last looked out on the Feast of Stephen on Boxing Day? According to the Christmas Carol, what king last looked out on the Feast of Stephen? Garrett. Yes. King George. Mm, no. <laughs> Herod. Alec. Herod. Incorrect. What are the three kings? The three mages? Don't the three kings the bring him a... Uh... Yeah. Frankincense, myrrh, and gold? Yeah. What are the kings? I don't know what their names are. Wensila? Uh, Sesla? I don't know how to say that. That's how much I know. Hmm. Uh, two to one still. We're almost to the end here. On the feast of Stephen. Was Stephen trying to tell? Stephen wrote these questions. Is he trying to tell me something? Stephen trying to tell me something? Oh, he left. He's not here. Two guys. What if this was all a plan for Stephen to get us all in one place? So you kill us at once. Allegedly, food poisoning, revenge. Uh, who plays Juliet in the movie Love Actually? Who plays Juliet in the movie Love Actually? Alex. Garrett. Alex was first. Kira Knightley. Yes, correct. <laughs> Did you know that? Yeah. Oh, okay. Three, two, uh, one. You know what? We're going to go 12 questions. You wrote a couple more on here. Fuck Which famous Christmas poem was written by Clements Clark Moore? Garrett. Yes. The Night Before Christmas. Correct. Suck my dick. You still had two. <laughs> two to three... <laughs> Uh, Suck my holly. <laughs> Question number 10. Suck oh, my here's Steven, where'd you go? Oh, a bathroom? Okay. Well, how come all of a sudden now you look, you're wearing that coat and you look baggier? All right, all right. Your manager was looking for you, by the way. So, um, Number 10. What is the name of the fictional town in How the Grinch Stole Christmas? Alex. Yes. Whoville. God, Damn it. Correct. Whoville. Four to two. Four to two. Two questions left here. Number 10. What is the name of the fictional... Oh, I said that one already. Number 11. What was the title... By, oh, excuse me. By what title was the song Jingle Bells originally released as? By what title was the song Jingle Bells originally released as? Alex. Yes. Dashing Through the Snow. No. Um... Laughing all the way. 
No, I correct. You guys were on the right track there. It is a line from the song, but it is one horse open sleigh. Wow. That's Jingle the snow sounds way all the way. Number 12. Balsam, Douglas, Frazier, and Noble are all types of what? Alex, trees. Yes. What kind of trees? Pine trees. Conifers. <laughs> I'm going to say no, they're not pine trees. There's suck it. That's not what it says. Suck here. it. You still won. Well, yeah, I'll give you that. What, suck it? No, <laughs> That's Garrett, what it is. Garrett, if you could tell me what kind of trees they are, I'll give you that point, and that makes it 3D to 4. 4. Okay, all right, so he said pine and conifer? Yes. I don't know what else they'd be called. It's pine th- needle trees. Three letters. Three okay, letters. now you didn't get it, so now both of you are together. Three letters, blank trees. Myrrh trees. <laughs> Starts with an F. Fur. Yeah, F I R. It's the same thing. <laughs> it's pine trees? Yeah. Oh, okay. Is that what the thing Conifers are the trees that grow cones. True or false? Your mom. Here's the uh, <laughs> bonus question. Uh, if you guys get this. Uh, cur- oh. Am I reading this right, Steven? Okay. He says you gotta, guys got to get this right as a joint group. Oh, as a consensus, we got to get this right. Otherwise, we're dead. He will not give us the antidote Allegedly. for the uh, food. He, po- he poisoned our food. Wow. And he's right. got the what antidote. did you guys get a chance to even eat your food? I mean, I scarfed it down. Dude, I've been eating this bison ass all night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still mad. That it was, why is it ass? It's the meatiest part of the bison. <laughs> you, you didn't eat yours, Alex? <laughs> no. Oh, you, you stuck Alex with a needle when you was looking? Oh, okay, well, you're still poisoned. Oh, would you look at that? <laughs> um... True or false? It's true or false. You're a pretty nice guy. 50-50 chance here. <laughs> true or false? Jesus was born on Christmas Day. Ooh, Garrett. Yes. True. Wait. Team, <laughs> is is it true? It. It's got to be true. Yeah. Well, you, yeah. It'd be Christmas morning is his birthday. Is that just a story, though? But that's the thing is that... Or is it I, true? I thought he was... He's born on Christmas Day. We're celebrating his birth. Yeah, but I thought that they moved his actual birthday over to this day to go with the pagan holiday. And he was like, born in July. Because the miraculous. That's true. I mean, when you see those uh, depictions of where he's born, it's Christmas in July. Hmm. Hmm. I can't. But is the question asking. False. Was the question when do we actually celebrate it? No, is it actual birthday? Here, no, I'm going to say false. I'm going to say false. False. True or false. false? We said false. Jesus was born on Christmas Day. False. False? False. I can't say anything because I already saw the answer and Steven's got a gun to my head. Oh, that's the answer. Okay, sorry. It looks like a gun. Um, <laughs> false. Although not impossible, it's very unlikely Jesus was born on Christmas Day. There you go. Well, thank you very much. And I actually think Alex is 100% correct. Uh, they moved it to be part of the Pagan Holiday. Uh, that is WednesdayComics605 at gmail.com. Email us. What do you thought of the Doomsday Clock? Or if you're interested in any of those books we recommended for your gift cards. Or as Alex said, Spider-Man the Game. Go help, go get that game. Get good at... Uh, I heard Splatter-Man the Game. Splatter-Man the Game. Spider-Man the Game. What else uh, is Colin Marvin would be swinging uh, from buildings? He'd, like, he'd forget to like throw his web. and Get good at countering. Otherwise, Alex will make fun of you. Uh, yeah, give him the... You shot me already. Give Garrett the antidote now. Um, uh, Wednesday Comics 605 at gmail.com. Say that already. 605-215-1849. You shot me already. (laughs) Uh, That is the number you can call. Leave a voicemail. Go to anchor.fm. Download the app. You can also send us a voicemail that way. 
You can also subscribe to the show that way or on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher Radio. You know what? I'm going to ask you guys for a favor. It's the holiday season. It's the holiday season. And uh, you don't have to get us a gift, but I'm going to ask uh, if you do want to get us a gift. The gift is that you uh, gift uh, this podcast, which is absolutely free, uh, to somebody that you know. So go ahead and recommend it to somebody that you know. Tell them about how to subscribe. And if they're interested in uh, comic books or wanting into comic books, that this is the uh, podcast that they should listen to. Uh, that'll be your present to us, the three wise men. So, um, <laughs> Facebook.com slash Wednesday Comics Podcast. Go to WednesdayComics.com. Subscribe to the show there also. Like I was saying before, Facebook might be a little dead in the water because I'm not on there anymore. Uh, I'm, a little, I'm a sabbatical. So, uh, Twitter, you can find us at Wednesday Comics, at Karat2188, at Alex Pastrello, and at Marvin underscore Salguero. What do you mean, right out of Antibody? Alex hasn't got it yet. God damn it. Go, go, go get it then. It's just in the freezer, you think, so. <coughs> Whoa, you guys copped at the same time. That's cute. Do you think it's the I don't disease? think he gave the antidote. You think he fucking... Guys, I'm just over here eating bites and ass, so... Well, I mean, the wound is kind of... Wasn't, he wasn't getting an antidote anyway. He's still eating ass. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, once I have the antidote, I can keep eating. That's right? true, yeah. He's, he's good then. <laughs> It's the meatiest part of the bison. I can't just let that go. Uh, yeah, out of my puncture wound from the antidote, I just see cheese coming out. You think you just put craft cheese in me? Jesus. <laughs> well, well, I'll check on that it's one. It's take forever to come out. I'll check on that while Garrett tells us. Uh, we have a book club. Wednesday Comics League of Extraordinary Gentle People proudly presents. Uh, Sinestro Core War Green Lantern by Jeff Johns. Ivan Rice, Patrick Gleason, uh, Ethan Van Scriver, and Dave Gibbons. Uh, speaking about Jeff Johns, there's another Jeff Johns book. We'll be talking about it in two weeks. So go ahead and uh, read that. Uh, we're only in the volume one, so you'll get the beginning part of the story. I believe it's two volumes completely. So That means I got to start hearing some suggestions on what we should talk about next. Yeah, Whoa. so Alex, add it out to Pastrallo on Twitter, 605-215-1849, Wednesday Comics, 605 at gmail.com, or anchor.fm, Fitness voicemail with recommendations on what you want for the next book club. What a uh, good story, Doomsday Clock. I think we all uh, a little uh, optimistic about the future of Superman. Uh, Garrett got his uh, family back together. Mm-hmm. I got a nice little Superman story, and Alex uh, almost shed a tear for the uh, cape that he saw flash by. Usually that's Garrett when he sees the cape. Uh, did you guys see the yellow S on the back of that beautiful 12? Well, I guess you didn't see it. Do you get the back cover when you swipe? Yeah. Really? I think so. Huh. I'll have to double check. I'm not sure. Of the comic book? I know there was uh, on the back cover. Yeah, there was. You thought it was blood coming down? It was just Superman's cape. Oh, really? I didn't yeah. see Okay. Because his yellow ass shows up at the end of the. Oh, look at that. Jesus. A lot of cops out there. Uh, what happened to Stevie? I think he took off. He never, gave, left. he never gave the. Uh, uh, this? Yeah. He never gave uh, Alex the antidote. He just took off, I think. Wow. So, you know what? RIP Alex. It's been a good year, though. Yeah. 2019. Well, he finally got one of us, at least. Mm-hmm. Earned it. Well, I mean, what, eye for an eye. He can't take three eyes for one eye. You know what I mean? It's an eye for an eye, so. Do you want some bison ass? You know what, though? I feel fine. I think maybe right. the, he, it was craft cheese. I did taste it. Uh, but I think that also is the antidote. And I think maybe that's what you have, too. The antidote is craft cheese. So, you can go buy some craft cheese and live. Maybe. Mm. Squeedable. Yes, I think it's got to be two weeks expired, though, where you can eat it. Probably be dead you guys like craft cheese? Don't yeah. mind it. They're like the number, oh. one, the number one cheese provider. Never mind. I know Alex does, because in college, 
Alex knew how to make uh, macaroni, cheese and, macaroni and cheese and hot dogs. And you see something else too on that. Pop tarts or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. With craft cheese? No. <laughs> no, no, no. Separately. But every time I went sick, fuck. Every time I went to his house when he was in college and he was making lunch, it was macaroni and hot dogs. <laughs> every time. It's good. It is pretty good. Yeah. I don't like hot dogs. I like hot dogs uh, when they're on the rollers. Yeah, we uh, know that. Or grilled is fine, but the rollers is more active. I can go out there and find them. Mm. Um, but I can't eat hot dogs with mac and cheese. That's good. It has to be oh, that's so good. Cut it up and just put it right in there. Yeah. You know, I did go to a White Castle today, and someone in my car got corn dogs, mini corn dogs. God, I haven't had those in forever. That was good. You know what? Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Uh, happy Kwanzaa. Uh, whatever you celebrate this year, make it a merry one, and uh, we'll see you back here next week for uh, the top five best comic book series of 2019. Woohoo! Uh, we'll ring in the new year with uh, the uh, best of the year, and look forward to 2020. Perfect vision. Um, actually, I'm kind of getting blurry vision, so maybe that wasn't the antidote. I mean, we all know everyone's top book's going to be Event Leviathan this year, right? Yep. Uh, Event Leviathan, no, nah, Superman Year One. Uh, that was pretty That's great. up there, too. That was pretty great. It's up there, too, especially my favorite scene when he runs and jumps over the fence. <laughs> <laughs> I literally, I'm not even bullshitting you guys. I think about that panel like once a week. <laughs> I don't know why. It just pops into my head when I see a fence, like a fence far away, and I'm, or like even like a parking lot and there's a fence. I think about that scene. And uh, if there's not a better mark for uh, what, what you can uh, qualify as a great book, uh, it's that. It's Fences. in my mind still. So. Fences. It's in my mind still. For Wednesday Comics, my name is Marvin. I'm Alex. I'm Garrett. Hey, everyone. Merry Christmas. And keep turning those pages. Ho, ho, ho.